This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. And um, this episode is all about FOMO and how we should say no more FOMO. Um, Move away from from the FOMO vibes and I get deep into where I think FOMO is derived from, why we have it, what we can do to navigate through it, Uh, creative envy versus FOMO. I talk about how I decided to opt out of Burning Man and why I did that Um, and I just get really deep into the whole you know idea and theory of FOMO and why why we feel like we get pulled into these different phases of feeling like we're missing out and lack mentality and feeling feeling the pressure from society feeling like we don't have enough people who understand us I talk about spiritual isolation and how we can really step into our power instead of feeding into the bullshit of FOMO and we can actually use that as a sign and as fuel to focus on doing things and productive creative flow 
towards the things that really make us happy, like genuinely happy. Like I talk about like if we can really narrow down the moments throughout our day that are the happiest moments of our day, we can kind of be like, all right, well, maybe I should spend more time doing this. Maybe I should make this into a career passion or a project, or maybe I should really focus my energy around meeting people who are into this as well. I won't feel FOMO if I'm, you know, on my path and, and on, and we're on, when we're on our path, FOMO doesn't really exist. So yeah, not going to get too into it in this intro. We're just going to make this short. We'll get into the sponsor and then right into the episode. All right. Thank you guys for, for sharing energy and time and space. Hope you enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Thought Cloud CBD, which is one of the purest CBD companies I'm affiliated with. They are Reiki-infused, vegan, sustainable, and pure, lab-tested, world-renowned CBD, and they have a variety of products from tinctures to topicals and even face masks and facial cleansers that are infused with CBD in them. I've actually been using ThoughtCloud CBD products for almost two years now, and I love their tinctures so much. Um, It was one of the first companies that I really got deep into the tincture form of healing, and their tinctures are really nice and light. They have coconut oil in them. They don't have all these crazy flavors with additives and, you know, different types of chemicals that you don't want to be in your CBD. You just want exactly what you are getting. And the reason why you take CBD is to heal. So you don't want any of those junky fillers in there. And CBD is not meant to have that stuff in it. So Thought Cloud is all about healing. And I recommend using their tinctures for anxiety, depression, inflammation, gut health, autoimmune flare-ups, And I also use their CBD Facial Cleanser Bar Soap, the CBD Mud Mask that you guys always see me posting about in my stories. So if you'd like to check out ThoughtCloud, you can follow them on Instagram. Just type in ThoughtCloud. Or you can purchase anything off their website, ThoughtCloud.net. And you can use discount code GYPSYLOVEFLOW for a discount. And if they're ever having a sale, you can also use my discount code GYPSYLOVEFLOW. And that will give you extra money off, even if it's like a 70% crazy sale that they have. Sometimes they have sales during the season. So go ahead, check them out, ThoughtCloud.net. Use code GYPSYLOVEFLOW for a discount at checkout. When you're on your true path, FOMO doesn't exist. To me, when I experience FOMO, it means that I'm truly not connected to myself and my path and my goals and my desires. And when our minds are fixated on what we are missing out on, We are clearly missing the big picture on what's happening in our lives in front of us right here. When we experience FOMO, we are deep within the lack mentality because we feel like we're just constantly missing out and we don't have enough around us. We aren't living in the true abundance that we can. 
the urge and the pull to experience every concert, every festival, every event. This is a clear sign that deeply we are attached to the act of escaping. Just as an addict fills voids with sex, drugs, alcohol, food, etc., a victim of FOMO can feel the urge to fill an emptiness with constant and consistent addiction to being around other energies or being constantly stimulated by new energy, by energy that doesn't remind us of anything from our past, non-triggering energy because we can't attach it to anything that's already happened to us. So we're, we're, we're addicted to new experiences like traveling and going to festivals and all these things which are healthy, but there is a balance because if we're constantly just always trying to seek out new, fresh experiences because we're trying to escape our reality right now, that's, I think that's, that's also a, a form of FOMO. Um, when, when I've lost myself, I find that I'm deep in, in FOMO. And when I'm talking about people and groups of people who feel the need to attend every single festival, concert, event, they, they're trying to tap into that spreading of yourself thin because maybe they feel like they don't have enough when they're spiritually in, in isolation or solitude or with their immediate friends or family. Maybe there's something missing. And to me, I can spot these people out really easily on Instagram, especially, and in life. Um, perhaps... I've become way too okay and content with my spiritual solitude um, that all my fucks have left the building. And when it comes to what I'm missing out on, FOMO doesn't really exist um, except for what I'm, what I'm missing out on in terms of how I can amplify my path. And if I'm not putting in the work, then that's my personal FOMO because I, am, I have fear of missing out on business opportunities and being open to receive connections, and that's, that's my FOMO. But FOMO doesn't exist when we are truly on our pur purpose path and listening to what's nourishing our lives and what's toxifying them. Because we really do know within when we're, when we're really taking it extreme and when we're when we're doing too much and when we're saying yes to things that aren't truly in alignment when we just feel that pressure from society or pressure because we feel like if we don't do it now then when will we um, time is fluid and if we are so worried about when we're going to do things um, so it's very controversial like People are like, oh, well, the time is now, or if not now, when? And I, I, I totally, totally believe in that. But when it comes to nourishing ourselves and resting and being on our path, sometimes that means holding out and waiting and doing little by little of what feels right and not completely just like wrecking ourselves by, by doing all of these things where the backbone of the reasoning is FOMO. So, you know, when I've lost myself or fallen off my path, 
the volume of my inner voice seems like it's turned down and then I shift my awareness and my energy to what other people are doing and too much scrolling, too much comparing and that is driven by FOMO and lack mentality and not feeling like we have enough, not no abundance. And yoga and breathing and movement and all of those practices can can really connect you to your abundance because movement and breath literally are life. Without it, we're just kind of stagnant. Well, we are stagnant. And when we combine deep movements and deep breaths, we can really connect to this sense of contentment from within without without needing to latch on to anything outside of our body, people, opportunities, expectations, festivals, concerts. Like, we don't need to go to, to something to, to be happy. We do it to enjoy life at a different level, but it's not like we, we go because, because we're fearing of what we're going to miss out on. And... I've realized recently that I have somewhat flipped the switch of FOMO and I've found myself in the complete opposite direction now um, on another realm of no more FOMO. Um, And it could be a little bit of a mixture because we find ourselves in phases of spiritual isolation and the the hermit card has been coming out a lot in my tarot readings so obviously that makes sense if if you're into tarot if you're in spiritual solitude um FOMO just starts to kind of diminish and and it gets put on the back burner because it's not really a way of thinking when you are in a spiritual isolation. Um, I still get stuck with moments where I'm like, you know, I should go out and do stuff, but I am still enjoying life, although I am kind of in a spiritual solitude or isolation, and enjoying life um, in different ways. But when I get these these pings of like oh man am I am I going out enough am I doing enough that that right there is some sort of vessel within me that's looking for uh something to fill the void something to fill this ego thought of am I going out enough am I putting myself out there enough um because that's what society tells us Society tells us that we're not going to meet people unless we go out and go to events and do all these things. And there is a time and place for that. But if we spread ourselves thin, it's kind of beside the point, kind of is a double-edged sword. And I personally don't feel called to put myself out there and, and go to an event or a show or a concert or a festival or something unless it really aligns with where I am mentally and spiritually. Um, now, doing stuff and enjoying life falls under different categories. Um, 
you know, if an if a little speck of my energy isn't fully feeling uh, an event, going out, meeting somebody, then I usually just opt out. Protection, rest, less is more, that kind of thing. Um, and to to say what I was saying before about spreading ourselves thin, the less we do that, the more we will realize um, and be be clear to the amazing adventures and opportunities that that are in alignment with us, those will become illuminated when, when they represent themselves to us. So it'll be just like, oh, fuck yes. But if we keep spreading ourselves thin and, and doing things that might not be in alignment with us, then we're, we're just wearing ourselves out. So I wanted to talk about FOMO in this episode because this month, it I feel like August is just a big month of FOMO because it's the last month of summer. Everybody wants to do all the things, um, and Burning Man happens in August as well, the last week of August, early September. And um, I have just a little, a little story about how me and my friend Rachel, we were going to go to Burning Man. I even got a ticket, and we were going to plan everything and all that. And something pinged both of us around the same time without us even talking about changing our minds. And, um, and I had already been contemplating, you know, is this the best, is this the best um, choice for me right now? Should I be going to Burning Man given the fact that I have some health issues going on, that I'm focusing on my career and my financial stability, that I'm, I'm really in my creative flow? Um, you know, should I be going out to the desert to a festival that's a week long and doing drugs and drinking? Because I know me and I know that if I go to Burning Man, I'm not going to be sober while I'm there. So even if it's like low key, just drinking each day a little bit or partaking in psychedelics a little bit or microdosing, I know me and I know that I have been really focusing on healing and like finding a therapist and just doing all of these develop, development growth, spiritual growth things. And I, not bashing Burning Man at all, I just personally think that, you know, if I'm questioning, you know, is this, is this the right choice to, to go to the desert and do drugs and deplete my body and and to drain my bank account and what what could I use that money on I could use that money on holistic doctor I could use that money on all this expensive health insurance shit that I'm going through I can use this money on you know balancing out some debt that I'm in um the truths the truths sting when we are connected to our highest self because sometimes They'll say things that we don't really want to hear, but we know deep within that it's the truth and it's it's just telling us how it is. And we can either choose to listen or choose to brush it under the rug. And I had to really just come into terms with what I want and what I need and what's right and what feels, you know, what feels right right now. Just all these different 
ideas and thoughts were hitting me and I didn't I didn't text her about it because I felt like oh these, these will pass whatever we're gonna go it's gonna be awesome da 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 but then I realized that these pings became stronger and stronger and I realized that my intentions of wanting to go to Burning Man are pure because I want to have a good time. I wanted to meet people. I want to emerge myself in that culture. I want to spread CBD and yoga to that community eventually. But the, the hindsight reason was, I think, personally, built on a foundation of FOMO. And I think that I can speak for a lot of people that go to Burning Man um, that there there is a deep thick layer of FOMO that is weaved in the idea of going to Burning Man because once you go one time it's kind of like oh well I have to I, I've heard from other people that they feel this pressure to go every year now and um, I got inspired by my friend Eve she posted on her Instagram a, a couple weeks ago that she's not going to be attending Burning Man for the same reason that I'm, I'm not going to go. Um, and she's gone before, but she, she really explained it very clearly and beautifully that she f- doesn't need to repeat the, the experience over and over again, that she can relive it through memories and... Um, that she wants to go to Bali. And I was like, yo, dude, I resonate with that so hard because me and Rachel, um, we we had to weigh our options. And we had already been planning to go to Bali in December for my birthday and for the holidays and all that. And the day that Rachel texted me and said, you know what, I don't I don't know like if, if I can really go to Burning Man. I don't I don't know if, if I can do this. I was like, all right, we're on the same level. Like, we are on the same realm. We are telepathically communicating because I was thinking the same exact thing last night. So when we hear these pings and these higher self voices and thoughts, we have to listen. And I personally think that the the foundation of, of FOMO is is laid out when we feel like there there's something lacking in our life when 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 we feel alone or when we feel like we don't have enough people around us who understand us we don't have enough money we don't have enough um, opportunities and sometimes I feel like we want to escape this reality by interfering it with you know going out getting fucked up meeting new people, hooking up with people, doing drugs, drinking, this kind of thing. And I knew that if I didn't listen to my inner voice and I went to Burning Man, that I might kind of dig myself in a hole physically, financially, emotionally. Not to say that I'm not ready to go to Burning Man. I'd love to. Um, But it's more so we have to line up all of our cards and understand, like, like first what's the rush second yes I understand the mentality of like you know oh you could die tomorrow like live your life um YOLO you know what I mean like I I honestly think that YOLO and FOMO are one and the same and YOLO is the complete opposite of embracing this moment and not 
not having to seek anything outside of our of our body, not needing um, validation from somebody or validation that we we go to an event or a festival or it's all fluff. It's all fluff. And we're all trying to smooth over our loneliness, our confusion, and we input these scenarios that take us away from our reality right now because maybe we are feeling stuck or we're feeling like we don't have creative flow or, you know, um, we don't want to deal with our internal emotions and traumas that weigh on us every day. So instead, we fixate our energy on the things that we can do with others that might be toxic and feeding a negative way of thinking, believing, living, patterns, cycles, all that. So I wanted just to explain my my truths when it comes to this reality that we live in with FOMO. And to go deeper, a little bit deeper, if if we are feeling like there is a FOMO vibe when it comes to particular friends or acquaintances in our lives. If, if we feel FOMO when it comes to hanging out with them or we don't feel included or we feel like we have to put ourselves out there to hang out, do things, and it feels very um, energetically depleting, then we should step back and start to analyze the connections and the friendships that we have in our lives right now. Um, sorry, if you can hear my cat's bell on his neck, he's, he's hanging out with me right now, so you might hear that. But yeah, so I've had to dig deep in, into why, the why. Why do I feel FOMO? Is it is it a healthy FOMO? Is it because, oh, I really want to visit that place? And I, and I, there's a difference between FOMO and creative envy, I think. Um, creative envy is derived from a place of wanting to flourish, wanting to learn, wanting to see new things and explore and adventure within the soul in a creative way. FOMO is just like kind of surface layer and uh, just feeling like there's something better than this moment right here. And that's totally not true. Like whatever you're doing in this moment right here and right now, listening to this podcast or whatever you're doing, driving, cooking, laying in the sun, reading, listening to music or talking to a friend, whatever you're doing in this moment, that's where you're supposed to be and FOMO is pretty much just losing touch of the moment of the universe of reality and kind of putting the the thought and the idea out there that this isn't enough and FOMO nourishes our brain in a negative way by saying oh no like you know you can you can go there and you're, you're going to miss out on that if you don't go. And it's just like, damn, like we, we really need to sit and anchor ourselves into what we have right now and how far we've come and understand that this isn't high school anymore, okay? Like whether you're in your 20s, I know that 
a lot of my followers and listeners are between the ages of like 17 to like 35, I think. So whether you are in high school or not in high school, doesn't matter. Um, your mentality is is growing and evolving. And for those of us who are out of high school, this isn't high school anymore. We don't need to fall victim to this high school petty drama bullshit that we can find ourselves in scrolling on Instagram, seeing stories of people doing things. If if we feel FOMO and left out and we feel like we're in a lack mindset from seeing people doing things and enjoying their lives, then maybe we should get off Instagram, go journal, go write, go make a fucking plan and make the plan for the week on what you're going to do to get to get your creative juices flowing. What are we what are we going to do to save money so that we can go on those trips so that we can do the things that um, our internal FOMO dialogue is is screaming at us for. But if we're just hanging out with people and doing things because we don't feel solid and anchored and rooted down into our reality right now, then then we can use that as fuel and we can use that as, okay, like I need to focus on doing things that make me happy more. And even if I have a job that doesn't make me completely 100% happy, how can I, when I'm not working, focus on doing hobbies and, and things that really just make me feel so happy that when I do them, I feel like, you know, this is the happiest moment of my day. Like, what's the happiest moment of your day? What, what are you doing? Who are you talking to? Where are you? Are you practicing yoga? Are you outside? Are you doing art? Are you taking photos? Are you listening to a certain music genre? Are you at the gym? What are the things that make you feel happy? Focus on doing those because when you fill your day with all of the things that are nourishing your soul on a deep level of of happiness and contentment, then FOMO isn't going to exist. And I'll just leave it at that. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode of The Vibe Within. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, If you are, you know, struggling with FOMO, Let's make a, an effort to, to move into why, why we are feeling this way and what we can do to make ourselves happy without feeling like we're missing out. Um, the answers are within, and if you're not feeling it, them, situation, whatever, time to move forward. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Leave me a five-star rating. Leave me a review. It really helps the podcast thrive, and it's because of you guys that the podcast is thriving the way that it is. Um, Screenshot, tag me on Instagram. Send this episode to a friend, a family member, a coworker, somebody who will resonate and you think that they will like it, what they hear. Um, Yeah, feel free to reach out. Follow me on Instagram, gypsyloveflow, and uh, let's just leave you with the rest of this song. Enjoy your day.